And now, it's time to sit back and enjoy the Two True Freaks Internet Radio Broadcast. See, you'd be surprised how time can change the meaning of a word. Now, most of you now, you, you know, the funky chicken and the dancing, the funky, funky, and the scene you call the funky melon, you know, all that kind of funky black-eyed pink. When I was a kid, funky didn't have nothing to do with music. See, funky was just plain funky. Funky was grandma's bloomers and grandpa's long drawers with the nicotine stain in the back where he had sneezed and got snuff in them. That was funky. Hello and welcome to episode four of Garage Sale Gloat. Um, that mellifluous voice you just heard was the voice of Red Fox. And that's from a comedy album that I picked up at a garage sale this weekend called You Gotta Wash Your Ass. And it's going to be a big record day today. Um, we're going to, I got up off my ass and I hooked up my, my record player to my computer so you can hear some of my finds. First was a Red Fox. You'll be hearing the background music is called Music to Keep Your Husband Happy. And it's belly dancing music for women to strip for their husbands in the 60s so enjoy that um before i uh go over my latest finds the uh, just a couple ebay updates um yeah those um littlest pet shop toys that sold for 110 dollars well scratch that um when i finally like a dumbass went and looked at the feedback of this person it was just like pays hundreds of dollars for items doesn't pay so I have an unpaid item claim on them so I can get the goddamn 10 bucks that eBay charged me on this auction back in and relist those things stat. Very much doubt I'm going to get $110 for them again since I don't have some idiot bidding them up who's not going to pay for them. So maybe I'll get like $70 or $80. We'll see. Um, From the Nazi garage sale, I got $30 for uh, the porno novel... um, that I, the spy novel, uh, Our Man from Sadisto, which I was hoping to get more. There were a lot of watchers on it. I should have probably priced it higher. I probably should have started it at 60 or 70 bucks because somebody was going to buy it if it was less than 100 bucks. But live and learn. 30 bucks, I paid a dollar for it. 30 times my investment. That's good enough for me. Um, that's about all the the um, big stuff on eBay. A couple of the things that I have in my list that I got the other day are on eBay, so I'll, I'll mention those when I get to them. Um, so this weekend was really crappy weather weekend. It was um, Friday was just pissy rain, so that that pretty we pretty much scratched any um, garage sailing Friday. Saturday was just overcast and had this sort of misty rain. But there were two community garage sales right within spitting distance of my front door. So um, I went with, um, again, with my friend Scott, and uh, this time with his girlfriend Sylvia, who got probably the best score of the day. She got um, an old Edison Crank Up 78 player that was in beautiful shape. It worked. It had extra needles. It had extra records for it and folded up into a little case and was just in beautiful shape. And she got that for 30 bucks. And uh, 
we'll get back to that garage sale a little, a little later. That was a great garage sale. So, um, we went to the, what one community garage sale was right next to this road that took you right to the other community garage sale. And, uh, they turned out to be really good despite the crappy weather. Everybody sort of put their garage sales in their, in their actual garages. So rain wasn't too bad of a factor in, in most of the places. So I got a couple, just little dumb things. I got uh, in a box Nunzilla, which is a wind-up walking nun that shoots sparks out of her mouth. Um, something that Scott's girlfriend recommended that I pick up that is something that's going to be an experiment. It's an antique bedpan or thunder mug. And it's um, enameled and really looks neat. <laughs> um, I'm sure it has a checkered history, but it seems clean now. Um, an Opryland Hotel mug, which looks like a beat-up garbage can. Um, of course, the Red Fox, you gotta wash your ass record, which um, is going into my private collection. Um, an Armatron, and it's Armatron Mobile, I think it's called. And it was a Radio Shack toy um, that was just sort of a... a you know, a pneumatic arm that could pick things up that you could remote control, but this one has wheels and a sort of robot body, so you can wheel it around and pick things up. Um, I got that for five bucks. It's gotta be worth more than five bucks. It's in beautiful shape. I gotta get some D batteries to fire it up. Um, I got the soundtrack to Mad Max Beyond Thunderdome, which really is only the score on one side with uh, Maurice Jarre and then the other stuff is you know 80s pop songs you know the Tina Turner songs and a, and a bunch of other stuff but it's in beautiful shape add that to my collection um, a hot dog costume that's a keeper um, a lot of this stuff I'm keeping um, a bunch of German comics just to add to my comics from around the world uh, kids comics um, one of them that I could read was Tom Barry, The Adventures of Tom Barry. A uh, score four game, which is a game with these little balls with holes in them and rods, and you pile them up somehow. I don't know. Another record by, uh, um, and you know, I didn't write his name down. Um, I think he's a rabbi, and it's educational songs for kids, and it's called I Eat Kids. Not even opened, but I might crack that open sometime and uh, might get a little listen to that. Um, a little radio that looks like um, it's a transistor radio by Sanyo called a Channel Master Super Fringe. And it's just very retro looking and the insides of it are very clunky and sci-fi looking. I have a feeling that's going to be a good, good item. Uh, B. Clyburn Cat's address book, and uh, you know that stuff was huge in the 70s, and there's still people who collect that. So I got that was like a quarter somewhere. Um, two great books that Scott found that I've been looking for forever, and picked up for a song apiece. And these, are, uh, again, going into my private collection, I'm reading one of them right now, and going to probably start reading the other one simultaneously and the the first one was a uh, making of Kubrick's 2001 uh, paperback at big thick paperback it's great all sorts of interviews with Arthur C Clarke and Kubrick and book I've been looking for for years called uh, 
Shock Value by John Waters. One of the formative books in, in my early reading of, of filmmaking and just a very entertaining book about how John Waters, his influences and his life and how, how he made his early movies and it's, it's an adventure. It's a great book and um, I always say, I, I, I've been looking for it on eBay for years and it's always like $15, $20 and I can just never, you know, justify um, paying for it. I got a bunch of Disney watches that were put out in conjunction as a promotion for Kodak in the early 90s. One's from the 25th anniversary of Disney and uh, the other one's from 94 for, for the Lion King and I've got three Lion King watches and one of the 25th anniversary ones. Lion King, I got them all for 50 cents a piece. The Lion King ones look like they're the ones that are gonna sell maybe seven, eight, ten dollars, something like that. An old um, Tupperware um, Jello Jiggler mold. And uh, it's really neat. It's a sort of flat uh, Tupperware pan and it's got what look like cookie cutters of animals, but they're perfectly fit together so that they all, there's no space between them. Almost like a, a puzzle or a you know, piece of psychedelic art or something. And you pour the jello in and when you pull it out you got a different animal and their faces are on the bottom so they have little faces on them. And vintage um, Tupperware people sell it really cheap and if it's neat vintage Tupperware or full sets or something you can make some pretty good money off that. I got a couple um, kitty cat paintings. One of them is a print of like three Siamese and that sort of big eye sort of 60s style. The other is an actual painting that someone made of, of various cats in profile that's really creepy and both of those were a quarter. Um, I got a latch hook rug of a Hummel, little Hummel boy from 1980 still sealed in its in its container. I figured that probably probably get eight to ten but everything today see, that I got in, in this seemed to be um, yeah, like an eight to ten dollar item. Um, one thing, I got this up on eBay now, it's a sharp solar calculator. It's a sort of a desktop calculator with a few of the scientific buttons on it, but old calculators, especially by brand names that, and the ones that are kind of neat, like this one that's solar. Yeah, I've seen, I, I saw this one going, I got it up for 20 bucks, there's people, um, watching it already. I've seen it go anywhere from $20 to $70. From, uh, so the big find of the day which was another 25 cent buy um, a video game a PlayStation 2 video game called uh, Dark Cloud 2 that looks like it might be about a 15 to 20 dollar game got that for 50 cents and now and now the score of the weekend was it was probably 30 25 30 records and it was the same place that um, Scott's girlfriend um, Sylvia got the um, the record player, the 78 player. Uh, this guy had all these records, and they were for a radio station or you know radio stations in general. So each record has little musical cues in it, and you know little um, just comedy comedy cues like this one. And, um, 
it's just full of sound effects and th these great, awesome um, foundations for uh, commercials. And um, what were they called? The World Broadcasting System records. And they're probably from the 50s, late 50s, early 60s. So they have that sound to them. Um, they look like they're going for about 10 bucks a pop on eBay. Um, I, uh, what I think I'm going to do is I'm going to sell them one at a time. And as I sell them, I'm going to turn them into MP3s because, man, they're just incredibly useful for the podcast and fun and full of great retro sounding stuff. Plus, it's got the record scratches and stuff. And it's got commercials ready to go you know 10 different versions of them with cues in and cues out for whatever you want to do some of them even brand names there was even an acetate record in there that somebody had you know made specially for this radio station which turned out to be wkop an am station out of binghamton and it had uh, here's one with here's an ad from the acetate for planters peanut oil What's cooking? Planters peanut oil is fine for your cooking anytime. Make a cake, make a pie, delicious for your salads and tasty french fries. Planters peanut oil is fine for your cooking anytime. Easy to use, economical too, and it's more digestible for you. So when folks ask, what's cooking? Don't forget to say, Lanter's peanut oil is fine for your cooking anytime. Try Planter's peanut oil for frying. It's the best, there's no denying. Has no peanut taste, cooks without smoke. So for all your frying, remember folks, there's nothing like Planter's peanut oil. Planter's peanut oil is fine for your cooking which is cool, not something you could use in the podcast, but it's a neat little bit of history. But those commercials, oh my god, they're just ready to go. You just have to plug in your own, you know, whatever that your local store was. Well, you know, rather than talk about it, I'll, uh, I'll give you an example of some of the stuff you can expect in the future. Pizza, I love good pizza. Pizza, Italian pizza pie. Whenever you want the finest pizza, here's the place for pizza. Fresh baked pizza, here's the place for wonderful pizza pie. Hiya, folks. Maury Clawhammerini here for Nunzio's Real Italian Pie. Are you sick of that soggy crap other places try and pawn off as pizza pie? Goddamn right you are! Here at Nunzio's, we got the best looking pie in town. Just look at that thing! It's practically crawling with pepperoni! And hot! This sucker will peel the skin off the roof of your mouth in flaps! Nunzio's Pizza. There's a little real Italian in every slice. Yeah, so that's about it for um, Garage Sale Gloat this week. I got a couple more shows planned in the works besides just my going to garage sales i got a couple questions on facebook and i'm gonna do a show addressing those and then i think i might do a show just about vinyl records that i found so far this summer because it's been a good it's i've got some interesting records and now that i have my record player 
So look forward to those. Plus, in, in addition, you know, you'll have the regular going to the garage sale podcast. And as always, visit our website at twotruefreaks.com where you can find this podcast and, oh God, something like 30 other podcasts on various nerd subjects. Um, once you're there, if you're an Amazon shopper, please use our Amazon link. As a matter of fact, if you want to be really awesome, use that link to make your um, bookmark to go to Amazon. So whenever you shop at Amazon through that link, we get a little cut and it doesn't cost you anything extra. It's just like you're always shopping, but you know we get a little cut for sending you there. And um, if you go to iTunes, you can also subscribe to our feed, which is 2 True Freaks 2, the number two. And if you want to also be extra super awesome, uh, leave us a review because that helps more people find us. And until then, we'll just belly dance out of here. invited aboard one of these spacecraft, which landed near Ann Arbor, Michigan on October the 24th of 1954. This is a drawing of the craft. As I was leaving the craft, the commander, Soltek, said, soon others of your people will be able to have an experience similar to this. <laughs>